Evening all, my name's Moose Cooper. This is the Thorskin Podcast, episode 13, Crutches for Goalposts. Welcome all of you, your beautiful faces, to the show. Uh, we're going to have uh, the usual fun here with um, less people than usual, but still, the fun's going to be there and we're going to be having a good time. Now, before we get started, I would like to applaud all of you to please share and like and tag and everything so um, we can get more people involved and the show can just plainly just be more fun now without uh, further ado ladies and gentle germs mr alex widely see this this is the bullshit thing about this show today right this is the only time i get actually brought in first and there's nobody else here do you know what i mean it's an absolute tragedy what's going on with this show hey god i'll leave the best to last the, the, the best and the worst to last. Hey, how's it going? Hi. You all right? Yeah, all good. All good. Uh, uh, how's you? How's so, leg? My leg is... Uh, Ryan says, sup, fuckers, again. So if you're going to join the show just now, we do do a pre-show show uh, where we just, we just like... Just a little rudely, behind the scenes. Yeah, just Quick nod talk. at each other. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. The crackling uh, my foot is... Is fine. I I am walking without a crutch, but I think I'm I'm kind of being a bit of a martyr. I want to drive by the weekend, so I'm kind of pushing myself. Get in stronger, you know. So I'm I'm walking and concentrating on walking in a straight line rather than rather than inch stuff. Uh, Launching it, it, it yourself goes, off curbs and shit. It's not as bad. It's not that bad. Fuck it. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. But we I want to drive by the weekend, and so I've got a doctor's appointment tomorrow. And hopefully, he says, "All right, Whiteley, you can drive safely without murdering people on your way." Huzzah! Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, that, there's that. Um, there's there's also the the fact that we have got so much so much has happened in the last week since we met. Like, it, it's like, been it, it has been a mad week. Just full world. Just what the fuck? <laughs> absolutely. Uh, so we have to start off, I think, with um, Taylor Hawkins. Have to. Um, uh, 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 yeah. I, I, the stuff that went on in the Oscars can wait. Um, obviously, Taylor Hawkins, the drummer from Foo Fighters, passed away in the week, and uh, Foo Fighters have had to scrap their tour, which I had tickets to go to. Um, so I'm upset oh. with that, but obviously, you know, we, we, can't, we can't really help that. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Yeah, a friend of mine had tickets to go as well, and she was like, she couldn't wait. Like, Foo Fighters were like the last one on her list, kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even it, think of that. It is sad um, because, like, we're getting to the stage now, Moose. Me and you, me and you, and everybody else watching. But we're like these. These are the bands that raised us. Yeah, you know, you, Foo Fighters. What 95? 95, 96? Like th- that. That sounds like, about right. That's that's like when we're kids. That is what we're mm. hearing properly for the first time and acknowledging for the first. And I did get raised by Foo Fighters, and I love them to pieces really do genuinely adore them so i'm really gen- I, I listen to um home because i've put the radio show i do naughty talk every week so i was putting that together trying to find some cool i'm um, sorry about that uh some cool foo fighters tracks to to put in there and i listened to home and i was like fuck it just destroyed me i sat there me and my wife we sit at the dining room table she's actually doing a job i'm doing like podcasty fucking radio shit and i just burst out crying she's like Oh, what? Uh, are you, are you okay? <laughs> she was like, <laughs> what, yeah. what, what do I do? And I was kind of like, 
bring Taylor Hawkins. But it's, it's weird, right? There's only like half a dozen celebrities that have made me cry when they've died. Um, have you? Have you had any celebrities um, No, Nothing that's like crushed me or anything like that. I said it to uh, Alex when we met over the weekend that uh, Taylor's dying is the closest I've felt sadness for a celebrity passing away. Because um, it, it pisses me off to no end the amount of time a celebrity will die and all of these secret fans called crawling out of the woodwork and like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck off. No, you didn't. You didn't care. Um, but yeah, but Taylor Hawkins passing away is is one of those ones where it's like, oh man, that, that fucking sucks. That's, yeah. that's, that's just not cool. For me, it's... And, uh, just Chester- think like, he'll, he'll never get... Yeah, Chester passing away is definitely one of them. That, that, that mm-hmm. was... I completely forgot about that. Um, but like um, Taylor won't even see the the release of his own fucking film. Studio like, six six six, yeah, yeah. Like he he never got to see one of the biggest things he did flipping come to light, and it's oh, shit like that's just aggravating. It's horrible. It is, it is aggravating. Uh, Robin Williams was bad. Um, Alan Rickman. That's terrible. I remember mm. when um, Kevin Smith had his heart attack. I was like, "Fuck no, no, no. like that would fucking dev- like when he had his heart yeah. attack." Oh, no, not fucking Kevin Smith too. Luckily, he's okay. Touch wood. Um, but yeah, uh, me and Moose did meet up uh, at the weekend. Was it Friday? Friday, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Mm. My days have just mingled since I haven't been at work this week, so it's kind of like a, a week off, just, like a holidays. So. Um, been one big day. <laughs> We went to uh, went to the the Crown in Colum in, Sh- in Shrewsbury, which is a great place if you ever g- that way and you want to go for a few drinks by the river. The Crown in Colum is a great shot. They have got a great outdoor area. And yeah, we met up with the the Morris. I did just upload a picture, but I don't know if I'm going to share it actually because I haven't got permission from the parents. But we met up with uh, Jane Pickworth, uh, who is a good friend of ours, um, a voice acting peer for both of us. Her husband Tony, the Morris family. Now the Morris family are very interesting because they are selling. They've sold up the house, already sold it up, and they're going to live in a boat in the Mediterranean. Now imagine, like, Im- imagine like this is how I'm looking at it right now. So you've got a free four bedroom house on them, and it's worth up to upwards of half a million pounds more, maybe. And you sell that bad boy, and you buy a boat. A even if you buy a boat for a hundred thousand, which is quite expensive, I imagine for a, a, a yacht, I don't know, I don't know how much to go for. But you still got four hundred grand to play with. You could live off that for a year whilst you you, you situate yourself. It's such mm. an exciting thing. There's there's two adults, three kids, two dogs, and they're all going to go live on a boat in the Mediterranean. That's an amazing. Um, um <laughs> Dan, Dan over on Facebook, throwing in there again. Are we slagging off America? We absolutely, will. absolutely. We will. Give it time. Look at that. Uh, for, for people uh, that don't usually join the show, uh, that, that we, this is called USUC. This is part of the USUC network, um, which is uh, look right here. Well, that's pre suck. That's USUC. Ah, right. There it is. Um, there's usually Americans with us today, but George is, uh, is doing stuff with work and David's working too. So they can't join us. Yep. I, I also messaged Brits. I messaged Tom Bruno as well. I was like, yo, there's nobody. And he was like, I'm working, bro. And I was like, oh, yeah. You people in America, it's like the early, in, it's like late in the late in the morning, early in the afternoon there. So you guys are actually doing stuff. So yeah, it's people like Ryan and Brucey Bruce that are watching right now. Don't really do shit during the day. They're watching us and join us. So yes, America, you got to come today. Hell right, yeah. we have lots of stories to go through. Obviously, Taylor passing away was our first thing. Um, really got in. Yeah, Re- really just 
heart wrenching. Um, yeah, so yeah, cried about that today. Genuinely cried about it. Now the next one, obviously, is the Oscars. The slap heard around the world. Around the around around the world around, around the world. The world. <laughs> <laughs> did you see it? Did you did you watch the video? Ah, uh, I've 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 seen it many 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 times. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 theory junkies have already taken control, saying that he was wearing a fake cheek. Oh, fake cheek. Okay. Yeah. The uh, the the. the there seems to be a line that goes all the way down the side of his face that, like, seems to be cushioned. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't believe it. I, don't, mm. nah, I think, I, I, I think, think he just got his ass handed to him. I think it was one of those things. You know, when you're in school and you're like, "Yo, yo, yo, come up to me and pretend that we're arguing." Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and then everybody'd be really shocked. I mean, I've done that before as a kid. I don't know about, yeah. Pretend that we're falling out. I did it when I was in the army cadets. When I was a kid, I was like, "Dude, look." Uh, I know you're a good lad. I know you've done nothing wrong, but I'm going to bollock you in front of these kids in a minute, right? It's not real, but I want to shock people. Like, I will even yeah. shout at my mate. And so I was like, what the hell's going on? It really tore me in your ass on and I winked on it. But we've done all stuff like that. I think it was it was kind of half-staged where where maybe Chris has gone, I'm going to say some shit about your wife, right? You're going to do this thing. And everyone's going to talk about us. And then the Oscars has gone. Ah, oh, people, more people are watching. They'll talk about the Oscars for it. Yeah. Let's do that shit. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't make sense. Seems that like only a couple of years ago, Will Smith was going on about the fact how more black people aren't winning Oscars. So what's he go up? He goes up and pretty much gets his Oscar for best actors taken away from him for assaulting a host. <laughs> it doesn't add up. <laughs> uh, Ryan says. Uh, I got in one little fight and my mom got scared. You can't smack Chris Rock because your wife's got my wife's got no hair. Yes, yes, the joke has been made a thousand and three times, and I've expected a thousand and three more because it's funny. <laughs> okay, okay, let's break this down a little bit, right? First of all, right? Yes, I think it was kind of staged a little bit. I don't think all of it was no. I don't think I don't think people knew what was going to be said, but I reckon there was some some sort of agreement where it's like let's just stage this a little bit. Um, but I don't think you should be making i don't think they knew what the joke was going to be so when you make a joke about someone's appearance because they got alopecia mm. that's a step too far so it's not no it's not there should not, not be a step too far when it comes to comedy i think there is there's got to be a line the, the, you, there, the, you can't be racist you can't be homophobic yes you can you can be if your job is to shock in all people you should be able to shock in all people not a. Uh, uh, that's, I think you got to be there, tasteful. There is limits to it. You can't yeah. just walk on stage and be a KKK member for twenty five minutes. Yeah. Um, but like, there shouldn't be any limits when it comes to comedy, because at the end of the day, comedy is subjective, and just Brian because you, yeah, just because you find something offensive doesn't mean a massive populace of people won't. Let's um, take um, the Aus the Australian comedian, for example, who had an entire thing saying, fuck you, Americans, and your guns. Should he not um, have been allowed to say that because of the First Amendment? No, no, no. I think you should definitely <laughs> say that. You'd be able to say that. But there's got to be a line where you're like, okay, we can't, we can't. I mean, people make Holocaust jokes now, and people seem to be okay with it. I think. It's... I mean, look, um, what's his face? The, uh, the guy who um, 
hosted an award show and brought Ricky up all Chappelle. the pedophiles. Yeah, he made the exact same joke in the office six years ago. Uh, Ryan says it, it's the line between by being funny and being strictly an asshole. Yeah, yeah. no, don't get me wrong. I, I it's feel a, it's like a pat an inch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel like you can be ruthless with comedy, but there is definitely a line. There is there's got to be a line, otherwise. Like where, where where does it end? That means you can just be mean as fuck about everyone. But what when? Ugh, it takes some real balls to go up there and be like, "Yeah, you look like fucking GI Jane too," because you got no fucking hair. Like, and then to then to walk up and Such slap a someone. Stupid joke. I feel like that bit was was kind of half staged a little bit. But the the reaction that Will had when he's keeping my wife's name out, you're fucking. If you look at his face, he meant the that thing shit. is it's like when he first says it, she crumples into herself with anger. And Will's laughing his tits off. And then the camera changes to Chris Rock. And then the next thing you know, he's walking on stage. So I think what happens gone is, ah, that's really funny. Oh, she's not happy. Yeah. I'm going to have to hit him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably what's happened. Um, and we've we've all been there, haven't we? I think with our missus where, where you've gone, <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to have to go and get, I'm going to get fucking decked now, aren't I? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, well, oh, shit. <laughs> um, so, but there, there, is, there is also a thing about this that I, I need to make clear, uh, and I'm, I'm going to keep saying it as well, is we all know that there's something going on with Will Smith and, and Jada, J, uh, Jada at the moment. Oh, yeah. Something seriously going on. There was the podcast thing that was released. Mm. Um, and that was a very weird thing to see because Will Smith didn't seem like Will Smith. He almost seemed childlike on those podcasts. He didn't yeah. seem, he seemed like he was waiting for cues. And mm. that's, that's just odd to me. And also we need, we need to, we need to remember Caroline Flack. I'm not being, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be a party pooper and all this. I've shared memes. I've just shared the background. You know, we're all doing that shit. But as far as the press is concerned, there was a young woman lost her life because they didn't fucking back down. So there needs to be a moment where they go, right, okay, this is this is yesterday's news. Let's move on now. Because if Will Smith tops himself tomorrow, we're all kind of... <laughs> well, yeah. But hey, it will yeah. help, it'll make a hell of a show next week. Oh, <laughs> um, Brian says, the joke would have been better if it would have had uh, been a, a new Blade movie reference. She looks like a lot like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> At, at least, at least the new Blade movie would have been flipping like topical. GI Jane too. GI Jane, that was like a '94 film. <laughs> well, I, I read an interesting story actually about Demi Moore when she did that. Is that apparently she got she got shit off blokes? Apparently she was uh, she was hounded by blokes because she was meant to look sexy, and how dare she cut her hair off and stuff? And I was like, that's bullshit for starters. You don't do that to women. <laughs> Fuck that. Like. Mm, that was the 90s, like you said, though. Seems to be yeah. like just slowly weaning ourselves up the 80s where we can be derogatory a, towards women. Like making um, a joke towards a film that's almost 30 years old. It's like, once he said it, it's like G.I. Jane. Is he just making a play on G.I. Joe? I didn't know G.I. Jane was a thing. <laughs> if, you have right, to do okay. research, if you have to do research into a joke, too much effort has gone into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good film, actually. Definitely go and watch G.I. Jane. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Uh, I'm yeah, just uh, yeah. loading up my owls game. I forgot. I was I like, oh, yeah, I've got to make sure. You can, uh, you, you can, you can have sex with Will Smith's uh, wife, but don't you dare take piss out of the fucking head. Yeah, yeah. He was um, fine. Okay. He was fine with the adultery. How's those freaking things? Are I don't think he was though. I don't think he was because there was nah, that. He was, there was... He, he, the dude's powerfully and obviously depressed as all fuck. 
Um, I think it's yeah. probably all stemmed from that. Like, did you see his um, his YouTube documentary uh, series about him getting back into shape? No, he's a mess. <laughs> is he? Yeah, he, it, up, upstairs is in dire need of a a chaise long and a guy with a clipboard. But yeah, powerfully. Well. Hopefully he gets all the help he gets. I, I just I fear for him. I really do with what's going on in the press at mm. the moment. Um, so who wants to go first? You want to rock, paper, scissors this shit? Ready for, for, for who goes first of the stories? Um, or have you got one? You, you, you've got um, uh, screenshots. By all means, uh, you, you, you go first. Well, okay, uh, yeah. this is another interesting story because I've um, there's there has been a few new, new stories, especially surrounding the Kevin Smith thing with Bruce Willis. Um, the uh, Bruce Willis and him didn't get on with the on the set of, of Cop Out. Famously, um, Bruce Willis got fired from the Expendables by uh, by Sylvester Stallone for being lazy and greedy. But uh, I got this uh, article from Indie Mac user where we like to get. Loads of our information. Make sure you check out Indy Mac user. Um, Bruce Willis, uh, his family has announced that the actor is retiring from the profession of acting after being diagnosed with aphasia, a, a, a language disorder caused by brain damage that affects a person's ability to communicate. Now, that sucks. I remember a story a while ago where Bruce Willis was doing a stage show and he needed to constantly look at a script and look, a, look at, you know, be reminded of his lines all the time. Kind of makes sense a bit now, doesn't it? Yeah, that 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 sucks. Oh, mm. uh, I, I I saw the um the the thumbnail of that story when I was searching up mine. I'm I'm glad I didn't go with it now because otherwise we'd have to do the same stories. Um, <laughs> but no, that, that's a that as you're saying the same with um uh, uh Hawkins before. Like he's a people grew up with that shit. Grew up with his yeah. films. Yeah, and I, yeah. I don't care what anyone says. Die Hard's a fucking Christmas film. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Uh, By the way, I, I need to say, Jaja Binks makes me look like I'm sitting on a badass throne. Looks like I've got a <laughs> big, big ass chair behind me. Well, it's the only yeah. thing he's good for, skin the bastard. Um... <laughs> I like Jaja. I like him in Clone Wars. So I think he's really good. Um, uh, yeah, Bruce Willis, obviously, we, we've grown up with uh, Die Hard is, is fantastic. I love Die Hard. It's very good. I think the first three are great. The, the rest are just. Four was actually really yeah. good. It's just, um, just one of those things that they. they they overplayed their hands, but I, I digress. Um, now that, that's that's sad to hear that like he's declining so hard. Mm, it's I, I, it's it's like when um, uh, Phil Collins. Oh, now nah, what's his name? Um, Marty McFly. Um, oh, Jamie Jamie Fox. Yeah, Jamie, Jamie Fox. Yeah, when yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, when his partner Jamie Fox. In, Jamie Fox is a different person. Yeah, isn't it? Charlie Cox. Michael J. Uh, Fox. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Got it! Woo! <laughs> We're professionals, ladies and gentlemen. We're professionals. Um, when he started getting Parkinson's and stuff, that was like, oh man, the, mm. the body falling apart—it's it, an inevitable thing. But when it, things like that happen way before they should, and search in such a severe manner, it's bad. It's bad news bears. And obviously, I brought up Phil Collins because the Genesis did their last gig. Uh, in the week, and he looks frail as fuck, Phil Collins, mm. man. It's so sad to see. He's an old boy. Yeah. yeah 72, the, apparently. Uh... See, apparently, Jimmy that's his age. He's 72. It was like, the scholars once wrote that Phil Collins was 72 years old, but we'll <laughs> never know the answer. <laughs> Why don't you check his birth certificate? We will never know the answer. <laughs> you know, it's written right there. Never, never know the answer. <laughs> 
How old are you, Phil? Don't answer that question. <laughs> you have oh, the right God. to remain silent, Phil. I was going to say, I, I briefly saw the, the story with um, Collins now. He was, he was proper, like, messed up about the whole thing. Like, like proper upset, like, oh, by fans and all, and all that, you know, the expectable stuff. Hmm. Yeah. It's 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 got to be hard when you're used to being in the limelight and you are Phil Collins and all of a sudden like not that you're not Phil Collins but you can't do the studio tours anymore you can't mm. get, you know do all that sort of stuff and same as like Bruce Willis you know I bet yeah. Bruce Willis looks at Die Hard and think fuck my life because that's that's what he was that was him in his prime yeah. doing what he loved to do so but uh, like, <sighs> there is there is ways he could have continued acting I mean like flipping. Um, Oh god damn it what the hell's I'm doing shit with names today. Um oh, terrible. Uh who played What's... Superman who, who played Superman's dad um in the original Superman films? Oh for fuck's sake. What did you do that for? <laughs> Marlon Brando. Marlon. All right, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um when he got older and stuff and um he he just started doing the minimum amount that he needed. Uh, I'm pretty sure he did, he did a film where he literally phoned in <laughs> some lines um, and er everything he was done was literally just done in a darkened room with a lamp on because he gained like 300 pounds. It would have been possible to work. It would have been possible to work around, but if his health, if he thinks that his health is too deteriorated to do it and he's got to concentrate on that, then, you know, fair play. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll go with one of your stories next. What you got for me, buddy? I have got um, a British staple. Ooh. Which is... Jeremy Kyle is returning to TV! Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, see, I was about to say, ooh, but then I was like, oh, actually, I don't know. I don't know about this. <laughs> I think this is um any American out there, you will you'll have your, your Jerry Springer. Like Maury, isn't it? Maury is like the Jeremy Carl of American TV. It's, right? it's Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer, well, there you go. Yeah. Um and basically this guy was um daytime television gold for the best part of a decade, the best part of a decade ago. Uh, everyone everyone from um dating your mother's brother to um uh finding out that you you're you're your own grandfather shit like that always appeared on this show and it, it and was, the dna it was test show that you are not the father Whoa! No! i was gonna say not uh, the mother then but that doesn't work like that <laughs> Like I, I, I know places in Telford where this guy must have just ran around with a giant butterfly net, getting up, flipping people to be on the show. Just, just go and do you. Just do off you go. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, this this mother truck is coming back onto television. Good, I think. I think it's really. Uh, it's got, on, it's got it's... to give those dollies something to watch, right? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, well, I, I love Jer Jeremy Carr. I really did. Uh, I've been to watch it live. I went to watch it. I was in the audience one day. So, oh, wow. cheers. Uh, and he's actually a really nice guy. He's, he's, he sound like he comes out and speaks to the audience and he's like, he's, 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 he's very down to a fun guy. Um, uh, but the thing is, I, there needs to be regulations in place. All right. So you've got to be truthful. 
you can't make up shit and be like, like we're gonna, we're gonna, because when 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 we, when we went there, there was a there was a uh, hype guy that comes out and talks, and he's like, right, so we want you to be like, ooh, and ah, we want you to amplify what you feel as an audience. We want to hear that shit, right? I feel like you need to you need to be organic with it, and you have got to make sure that these people get the help they need because otherwise, we're gonna get the same mistakes. Is that what the article says? That there's gonna be regulations put in place? Doesn't really seem to. All that seems to go on about the fact is um, it's it's something to do with with um, um, a, a, a side company called uh, Talk Radio TV. Um, the show is going to be called Talk TV. It's going to be him, including a selection of other presenters. Um, probably, I'm guessing some sort of panel show. Oh, okay. Um, maybe um, uh, women's talk or whatever it's called, but less toxic. Yeah, <laughs> loose women. <laughs> loose women. That yeah, yeah, loose women, but not not full of um, uh, counterproductive cunts. Uh, did, I, I can't even find a channel. It's just saying that this will be broadcast on. Oh, it's no, gonna be on SBTV on your app on your Huawei TV. No, <laughs> it will be broadcast on Talk TV. Now I need to find out what the smoking God's given ball bag Talk TV is. Well, that's a shame. It's not gonna be. Okay, there's a reason why I think Jeremy Carl works uh, as a show, and I think it should come because it gets you talking about those issues that these families do have. Yes, there's ah. lots of bullshit and there's lots of piss taking, but at the same time, you talk about the issues like mental health and um, you know absent fathers and uh, families and the, the problems that people have. So I feel like uh, yeah, Jeremy Carl needs to come back. What are your thoughts, guys, in the chat? Uh, let us know what you think. Did you like Jeremy Kyle? Um, you know, if you're not watching live now, you can get in touch with us via Facebook. Let mm -hmm. us know what you think, or in the on the comments below in any video in or audio that you may be listening to. Uh, Talk TV is is a channel, and it's on um, your your free views, your your satellite TV, and all all, all that gubbins. Um, no no shock, he was not going to appear on normal everyday terrestrial TV, um, oh. because basically terrestrial TV is the most deadest thing that's ever deaded. Yeah, well, I don't really. Well, I haven't watched terrestrial TV in fucking ever. I feel like exactly. maybe when the World Cup rocks about, I'll, I'll watch that. Um, terrestrial watch, TV's dead. <laughs> I, I watch Netflix everything's on demand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, um, like that, that's that that's that's something. A little a little, a little bit of comfort telly. I, I used to record Jeremy Kyle on Sky Plus. <laughs> because i'd miss it and i'd be like oh can you just watch it in the afternoon so i'd record it on sky plus and i remember like you know when you had those hard drives on your sky then you'd be like it's nearly full or whatever i'd look at it used to be fucking jeremy carl jeremy carl jeremy carl jeremy carl <laughs> if um if 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 you at home don't know what sky plus is you're either six or american um it, it's like uh tivo it's satellite it's satellite tv yeah, yeah. it's it's subscription satellite tv and um it had amazing free games that you played with your controller like bubble popper and beehive it was good yeah. stuff <laughs> um i have this story that i feel like we need to clear up a little bit as well if we can move on from jeremy carl by the way Go for welcome it. back to tv jezza um <laughs> uh, and that is uh there's a new highway code the highway code in america for you guys in america is like rules on the road if you break that highway code you get fined with means you could get a fine for using a phone as a passenger 
<laughs> what? <laughs> yes. But I feel like we need to clear this up a little bit because uh, we had a relative share the story this with us and we're like, oh, and I was like, what the fuck? That doesn't seem right. Uh, that just seems like the government going, let's just get free money. Um, <laughs> I'm going to share this so we can read it together. So it says here that uh, new rules are... It, oh, oh, new rules are <laughs> <on> Friday. <laughs> it means many grey areas have been tightened. Uh, this, which, by the way, this is from the, the Lancashire Live. Lanks Live. It's a web, their website from Lancashire. Um, <laughs> making more simple actions illegal. And like me, everybody else has gone, what the hell? It's cleared up very clearly right here. New highway code rules uh, mean that pa even passengers could face hefty fine if they're caught using their mobile phones in the car. From last Friday, March 25th, change to rules uh, on, on use of mobile phones while behind the wheel of a, a car were widened. Uh, current rules make texting or calling while driving illegal, and those seem even touch a phone screen now run the risk of a, receiving a £200 penalty. These okay. tough restrictions have extended further to passengers in certain scenarios. Anyone who isn't behind the wheel but assisting a learning driver in the car could see huge fines of a thousand pounds as well as six points on the license. So, okay, that makes a lot more sense than the title gave. They could have just said that in the news. Learning yeah. drivers, yeah. So, if, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I heard the title and I thought people were seatbelting their flipping telephones. I am a <laughs> into the passenger MC. seat. If we go on a road trip, I am the DJ. I literally, I'll, I'll take a thing, I'll put my arm like, right, I've set a playlist, this is what we're going to do. I'd be like, we'll go around the car, I'll pick a song, Kaz will pick a song, Timmy, and that's how yeah. we go around. So, Yeah, but you're yeah. also not teaching someone how to drive. No. And that makes sense, doesn't it? You know, yeah. Yeah. do I go straight over this roundabout? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just... Like, <laughs> the, the one thing that flipping, uh, really confused me is like, if you're seen even touching the screen of your phone, you could be charged 200 quid. What yeah, if it's you your sat-nav? Yeah, sat-nav, or everybody's got these big fucking huge screens. On yeah, you, you've got a TV in the freaking front seat of a freaking Tesla, uh, but like you, you touch the screen of your phone and that, that's it, you're flubber-nooked. But like... It's just money, isn't it? Just yeah, but money. like, but, how, would, how would a policeman who sees you on your phone, how could they pull you over and go, you, you were on your phone, and you could just change screen to satellite navigation and be like oh, i was checking sat nav i don't you know, know. No, you were you were texting prove it i don't know i i do have my phone up on a, on on my, on my holder but i use hmm. voice activated shit yeah so i'll tell it to play music or I'll tell it to direct me or to shut the fuck up <laughs> or call people it's, it's just only a matter easy. of time until that's abolished and all you can oh, see it well you know um, okay, we'll we'll do one of your stories next, Moose. Okay, okay right. then. So the uh, next one will be, yeah, a former porn star who made well over a million dollars is now a pastor. I saw this. I saw this on <laughs> Instagram. I saw this. A man who made well over a million dollars working in the porn industry now works as a pastor. Joshua Bramer. Filmed more than a thousand X-rated movies under his old stage name, Rocker Reed. <laughs> However, after six years, he decided to quit the industry in 2012 because it caused him a tremendous amount of emotional trauma. And he also walked like John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> in, this, 
In a statement released at the time, Bloom said, uh, uh, I would like to state that my time in the adult industry in every aspect has now come to an end. And I would also like to state that I am not or never have been gay. Oh, well, that just takes away my John Wayne joke, just straight off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> just an adult performer. Oh, so he did do gay sex. Oh, that was literally just a joke. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> oh. He's retiring and it's time to move on. <laughs> God, church are going to love him. Uh, ten years later, um, he's a preacher. <laughs> Literally lost track who I was. Oh, God. You can't write this shit. Well, apparently you can. This dude did. Um, everything was lies and fiction. I wanted to take my own... I wanted to take my own life and didn't have the guts to do so. Ooh, shit. Oh, that's sad. That's that got sad. dark fucking quick. Yeah, it did. Well, uh, he made well over a million dollars. He travelled everywhere he wanted to go. Had all the sex I could ever... Well, yeah, you were being paid to do it. Um, but once I had it all, my life fell apart because it was amplified. The sorrow and emptiness I always felt inside. He um, obviously never signed up for the big boys then. Um, that's... That that got a lot deeper than I was expecting it to. That's what I say said. good good for him. Fucking yeah. good for him. Good yeah, for him, yeah. yeah, but that is... He went... That is the U-turn of all fucking career paths. He's still still here on this earth. He's still doing. He's now doing stuff to help other people. Good, good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking pressing (laughs) wrong. wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I would actually. Do you know what? Genuinely, I think he'd be a really good person. I'm not a religious person, but I feel like he'd be a really good interview. To talk about, yeah, like, he would. What, he would actually, because um, I'm, 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 for, I'm really, I'm interested in, in, in people and how they, how they sort of move through life and and how things affect them. You know, it goes to show with my years with the shoes of biscuit. I speak to people from all walks of life, literally, and with you, sir. You know, so mm. to to find out what what clicked in it in his head to go, do you know what? This is really, this is really emotionally bad for me. Like, I can't do this because you think sometimes sex is sex, but not everybody feels the same way. No, nah, uh, no, nah, no. You're right. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I've got to rate it. Fair play to him. Like, I, um, I, I imagine the porn industry is just really fucking two faced, shit stirry, gossipy, and very. Um, it's all it's, about imagery, uh, isn't it? Is it? Speaking out on the downsides of porn, he says it's so harmful. You are, you are saying it's okay to consume a person like a product. Uh, and if you treat people like products, every aspect of your life is going to be de- detrimental. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> well. <yeah>. Fuck. <laughs> well. Each to, each to their own. I mean, uh, I couldn't, even if it was, even if I was like ripped and had a massive fucking brrr. I don't think I could do that <laughs> massive <brrr. laughs> elephant trunk I, I don't think I could do it I, think, I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I'm um, I don't think I'm emotionally mature enough and that's just me being honest I'd be like but I thought you loved me <laughs> every time I'd be like it's um, it's um, Rand from um, Pam and Tommy isn't it yeah. Straight yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was love. It was porn, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love it. Right, my next one, uh, moving up. By the way, that guy, genuine, like, I, I'm not taking the piss. I think, um, I think if if you you're gonna do something like that rather than take your own life, then fucking do that. Don't uh, don't hesitate. This next one I thought was really interesting because um, I think gate the gaming world has has really shifted over the last few years. I mean, when we were kids, it was like you're not gonna get anywhere by sitting around playing with your fucking game console. It's not gonna go anywhere. And then YouTube and Twitch. <laughs> Yes, there's literally millionaires gaming. But this is a really interesting article I found. And it says here that top-level gamers face the same mental pressures as athletes. Yep. Stress, sleep problems, burnout, and anxiety were oh, prevalent yes. in top-level gaming, a study found. Mm. This, oh, yeah. like I said, I, I love learning about people. So this is really, really um, interesting. It says mental health problems such as stress, sleep problems, burnout, social phobia, and anxiety are highly prevalent in top video gamers at a level comparable to those of professional sports, according to a new study. Researchers yeah. at the universities of Winchester and Chichester say that improving the mental health of those taking part in esports should be made a priority as it is with other sports as football. The study looked at 313 competitive university students, esports athletes, and uh, who play either Counter Strike, Global Offensive, or Valorant, or Rainbow Six Siege. All three gamers are multiplayer, competitive, first-person shooter games with the aim out uh, aim of outperformance of uh, the uh, the opposing team. The esports athletes completed surveys looking at stresses resulting from the comp- competing in esports, including teammate interactions, personnel and teammates' concerns and game-specific worry, all were, as well as other signs of mental ill health. Dr. Matt Smith, a sport, sport and exercise uh, a psychologist at the University of Winchester, said, Our study has important implications for player health esports. In particular, it highlights the interventions could target specific aspects of stress, sleep, burnout, and social phobia anxiety to improve the mental health of those who compete in esports. Oh. Oh, oh, a raging clue. <laughs> Afasan, uh, no, sorry, this is Afasan Ariman, um, an applied practitioner in physio, in psychosis. Yeah, that's right. Studies from <laughs> King's College London, and one of the the study the studies authors said, a sports right athletes face specific demands that vary from those faced by traditional sports athletes said one of the study's authors. For example, the need to use skilled fine motor coordination while facing a high cognitive workload that includes attention, information processing, and visuospatial skills, and the lack of off-season means there are unique stresses for esport athletes which are linked to mental ill health. No off season. That's an important point. There's like yeah. with sports, you have like a break, don't you? Whereas like, yeah, and yeah it's like... Uh, esports is non freaking stop, uh, and it makes sense. Uh, you just the same as any other sporting job. You you've got to win, or you can't pay make your next paycheck. And I, I watch. Uh, I used to watch Stone Mountain, but I haven't played Call of Duty for ages. So I look at them when I used to watch Stone Mountain and watch him play Call of Duty. I'd be like, oh yeah, I, I, I go to play some Warzone. No, he's going to. I used to love watching that shit, but I haven't played the new Warzone map. So I just I'm like, well, what? Mm. 
he would he would go into competitions very rarely, but he, he always explained that um he would go in where people are much better than him and he didn't want to look like a fucking sore loser or whatever on his live stream. He just have fun with it, you know? Yeah. It's There's... hard to get you don't want to get sucked into that shit. It's not only, not only that, like the, the mental strain of um, doing anything competitive is is my, is destroying. Like, like, just think think about like how tired you can be after uh, like a four five hour run playing a game just casually. Hmm. Now imagine playing a game in a competition esque thing for five hours, knowing that win or lose could make you lose sponsorships your house your car your dog look, everything could be on the line whether you or win was or lose. being shown and scrutinized around yeah. the world live yeah. while it happened yeah yeah um and like uh, for all you know you could be in the middle of a good run and then your system could just crash and then some little fucker kills you with a jumping spin shot from with, yeah. a, with a knife game <laughs> game could fuck up you could fall straight for the floor like, look, it's not just down onto you. It's not like um, doing a, a foot race where, like, if your body gives way, it's your body's fault. Everything and else some... falling apart is in everyone else's court. It's like, mm. and some gamers are just so fucking talented. Like, there's they do shit that I could never. Like Stone Mountain makes it look so effortless what he does. And uh, I'm like, uh, professional I'm like... level, professional level gamers are, are something else. There is the the reaction times are ridiculous. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. I've seen um, uh, on Counter Strike. I've seen uh, the mouse click speed tests and stuff, and people are getting like two hundred and forty four mil, uh, like uh, frames a second response time differences. That's fucking insane! Like, it. it it's it's madness and not not only that like the the mental side of it is one thing but there's also um, a physical side of it as well it's just, oh they're just gamers they're sitting on their ass they're not really doing anything carpal tunnel yeah. carpal tunnel for one you sit mm. you sit down for that period of time in a back that hasn't got good, uh, in a chair that hasn't got good flipping um back support and shit like that you're walking away limping <laughs> And the amount of gamers I, I bump into, by the way, that sat close, that they've sat so close to a screen for years and years and years, their eyes have gone square. That's what my mum used no, to say to me. That was yeah, my mum. Yeah. Fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> Moose is like, what? <laughs> no, I was just like, uh, uh, all, all that goes through my head after remembering that from a child is VR now exists. Yeah, literally like that. <laughs> don't stand close to don't stand close to the screen because your your eyes will get fucked up. Oh my god! Oh, some this of the is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Created by the people that told us not to do that shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, the, during Christmas, there were so many amazing videos of kids just like running into TVs and shit. Oh, it's so good! Oh, <laughs> every Christmas season, it's so good. You see at least five grandparents run headfirst into their own TV. Oh, it's beautiful. I love it so much. Timmy properly uppercutted me around Christmas, like with the Oculus. He went, boom, as I got up, I was like, fuck. Yeah, so. The only um, good um, uh, uh, VR. VR experience I've, I've done was the um, Far From, no, uh, Homecoming Spider-Man. Um, oh, experience okay. that came yeah. out on um, PSVR. Yeah. Um, standing on top of the Empire State Building, looking down and jumping off, 
you felt that, that oh god, I don't like it, I don't like it, go away. Yeah. And, and, then, and then you're Spider-Man and, and it's boss. But like, you know you're in your room. You know you're in your living room and there is no wind hitting your face or anything like a, that. But it, One of the free games for the VR, for the Oculus, is like a, a mining game where you go along and you've got like guns and you shoot the targets. Mm. And it's on a roller coaster and it goes up and around and stuff like that. And I remember standing in my living room and I was like, <laughs> try not to fall over shit. It's ace. Um, what, what I'm going to do is uh, we'll do your last story. Then this this thing I've got that where we're going to talk about American traditions, we'll lay, instead of the meme... We don't have memes from David this week, obviously. We'll do that at the end. Um, so your your last story, news. Yes, um, is studies reveal people with dark humour have higher IQs. Let's talk about that, shall we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've seen I've seen this this report come up a few times over the last two years or something like that. Well, it, it's always a damn good thing to to. Uh, talk about especially in the fact that this has been a new study and the same thing has come up yeah yeah what? but i mean like these um jeffrey Dahmer and ted bundy and even in the movies you get hannibal lecter that all these high functioning fucking really intelligent people that just like going out and cutting people up and shit like so it kind of makes okay, yeah. sense yeah but what about other like real life things where it isn't like that and you just get people mm. who are like asperger's as fuck and they, they they have no proper personality their only thing is oh, i want to kill like they might not have a good dark sense of humor but like eh, i don't see how they're related um no okay so we need to look at um when it comes to humor it's it's that kind of thing where people that that are very dark all the time with their humor, they kind of don't always fit in. They're kind of like Marmite, aren't they? Ricky Gervais, for example, you know, he does mm. have a dark sense of humor. Um, yeah, not everybody agrees with what he says, but at the same time, he's got the balls to go out there and say it while they have, yeah. it, you know. And that's what With, that I've, uh, I think, which is very contradictory to what you were saying about Chris Rock earlier. But um... no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I like I like that sort of shit. I love it. I love comedy that takes it to the edge. I really do, but what I meant earlier was like you can't just go and talk about a kid dying of cancer. You, 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 like, you know, you, you can't just point at a woman and go, "You look like this. You look like shit, motherfucker." You, 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 there's, there's, the there's thing, certain things. The, the thing is, like, I think you can, as long as it's creatively and intelligently worked around to actually be a joke. Hmm. You need to laugh, you need to laugh, be able to joke about the dark shit, you know. Mm. And I, I really do feel like that that it really is important. Like tragedies that happen, you know. There's loads of nine eleven jokes. I saw a joke the other day with Jimmy Carr. Um, it was at a roast. Um, oh fuck, I've forgotten his name. What's his name? The guy that's run off of Kim, Kim Kardashian. Fucking oh, um, is it? It's, it's, oh, it's Peter something. Peter Davidson, yeah. So Peter, Peter Davidson, Davidson, it was yeah. a roast for him and. Um, uh, Jimmy Carr said, because um, Pete Davidson's dad died in 9-11, they made a film out of it, um, King of Staten Island, which is awesome. And mm -hmm. uh, Jimmy Carr was like, uh, I don't want, I, I feel, people should be ashamed when they think they can just come up here and roast uh, Pete Davidson's um, <laughs> I already achievement that happened in 2001. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like, whoa! And Pete Davidson sat there like, oh, 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 what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, well, that, like Peter J. Davidson knowing 
these comics. He knew shit like that was coming. Well, he knows I mean, it's like... literally just a joke. Um, in all for, and in all things considered, that's a well-written joke. <laughs> Jimmy Carr's never going to go easy on anybody. That's no, what no. Americans love him for that shit. The, guy, right, the guy's okay. also fucking bulletproof. <laughs> he, he cannot be... You cannot cancel that guy. <laughs> no. His last comment, his last special, like, people are like, oh, my God. But no, it still did really well. Mm. still enjoyed it. I loved it. I, yeah. think I thought it was really good. Been, Dave Chappelle does a thing, and the entire world goes fucking batshit. <laughs> <laughs> He comes out with anything he fucking wants, and everyone's like, "Yeah, all right then." <laughs> but I, I think I think Dave like that is miles better than Jimmy Carr. I, I haven't got around to seeing uh, Chappelle's re most recent thing yet. I, I do need awesome. to get around to seeing that. All right, uh, let's get on with. Okay, so we need to. Oh, they've got a comment. They've got a comment. Uh, Ryan says the the only bad thing about Jimmy Carr is his laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny oh. right okay ryan will you do us a favor you're in the comments right now i know you're working stuff but will you be moose's opponent for owl's game because that's what time it is it is time for owl's game Right, okay, so I thought, I thought it needed a little bit of audio something because I've noticed <laughs> since I've noticed on the audio things of it, it's just it's time for and then loud noise happens, and yeah, then we, we do a quiz to... about films. Yeah, okay, that, that's that's a fair point. We need some audio there for Owl's game. I want uh, some Owl's game. Owl, Owl's game. <laughs> Fucking Owl. I wanted to change the name of it to be honest, because it's not if we were to take this away from the podcast. And have it as its own thing, which I think would be really cool, by the way. But like, yeah. if we were to do that and just call it Owl's Game, people are like, yeah, and you know, like, we're going to name, we're going to give it a fucking description of what it is. Okay, so while I load this up, bum, 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 bum. oh, flipping them, um, I, I think it's saying about like uh, doing games and taking it away from the podcast and stuff. I've got a brilliant game for people who are at home, where we uh, we make we we create something that they can download. It's a bingo card, and you take a drink. Uh, every time something appears on the show that's on the card, most of them is Al's Northern accent. <laughs> Al's yeah, American accent. Like well, the, I, we can't know what's on the cards. It just Moose just, writes them and then just, just doesn't just tell all, us. All the cliches that happened in the show. <laughs> Moose forgets what the title of the show is or what number episode it is. Yep, take shot. David tries to throw Alex in Butchug Island. <laughs> <laughs> take shot. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, Ryan says he's got a perfect name for Al's I'll, Game. I'm all ears, man. I'm all ears. Tell me about it, buddy. Let's do this. He just goes, shit, or something stupid like that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, okay, so here we go. Here's Al's Game. And this week, um, of course, oh, let's hide that. It looks trash. Um, Al's Game, and it is a Will, Will Smith, Smith week. All right. Okay. <laughs> what, this is let's hit Jin, yeah. shall we? <laughs> I wish I had some alcohol. All right, okay. <laughs> we'll use some alcohol. Right, okay. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, I like it. It's not bad. Tomato, potato. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Right, so, okay. Moose, I'll take your scores. And if Ryan has got a counter, that we'll, we'll, we'll do that. But uh, for the, I just want to get this clear as well, because it's just you playing. Uh, for the um, 
for the tiebreaker. We'll do the, the tiebreaker, but here's how I'll do it with the tiebreaker at the end. If you for get your within extra bonus question, yeah, for points, right? So for points, yeah. Uh, if you if you get within five percent of the the tiebreak, I'll give you two points within ten. I've got a better idea. Tiebreaker, double or nothing. Well, we can do that as well. Yeah, take away everything I've got, or double my points. Yeah, but you've got to be within how much? You, you're the one who said five percent. Five percent. Okay. Well. Right. Okay. So we'll start off with Enemy of the State. Did you see this film? I love this film so much. This this came out in a period of time where he brought out a load of very similar stuff, wasn't it? It was like seven pounds and. Did this come out during that period? No, no, no. This was this was out in the late nineties. Um, so this is around when he was doing like Men in Black and Bad can Boys. Can I can I Google the film art? Um, yeah, you can. Just don't. Okay. It'll come up yeah, with the yeah. fucking Rotten Tomatoes score, though, won't it? Yeah. No, not any of the fucking watching you news film. It doesn't matter anyway because this is the oh. first one. Uh. Images. Ah, right. Yes. Okay. Okay. With you. With you. With yep. you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the government okay. go after him because he thinks he's got this fucking tablet thing or this microchip on him that's mm-hmm. got the video of an assassination that they're trying to cover up. Um, so they come after him to try and sl- and they mm-hmm. they do lots of illegal shit. Anyway, so what do you think this got on Rotten Tomatoes? This is just, well, just, shot just a, another espionage film that came out in the nineties, but it was also where Will Smith was blowing the fuck up. Um, so let's go like mid 70s. So 75%, you're saying? Yeah, let's, let, yeah, let, let's, let's go with that. Oh, that's mid 70s, Moose. That's literally yeah. mid 70s. <laughs> yeah, let, let's, let's go with that. Just try and find a base level. 72% enemy of the state got on Rotten Tomatoes and a very similar audience score of 78%. So yeah, I'm okay. going to give you that. That's, that's an, that is one point. I'm going to give you a point for that. Okay. Yay. Okay, confident. Okay, so the next mo- the next movie after, oh Ryan said sixty seven percent, which is uh, uh right, just not right. good enough. I'm afraid. Yeah, sorry, bro. Five percent. Sorry, mate. But Ryan, you can redeem yourself. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going to do Moose and Ryan. Yeah, I, I've I've done the same. Have you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, one, two, three. Oh, fuck that. Okay. Next one is The Pursuit, Pursuit of, happiness. of Happiness. This is it, the one that came out around about the same pound, the same time as seven pounds. And I always get the two fucking mixed up. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness is the first one with Jaden, right? Yes. Yes. Um, I remember it got f- slaughtered. Um, it's a great film. But I can't it made me it, cry. I can't remember if it got slaughtered critically or through um, fan base. Uh, Ryan's gone higher. Um, okay. I'm gone going higher. go. I'm going to steal Ryan's thing from last time and say sixty-seven. No, just go higher or lower. Higher or lower. Yeah, lower, mm. lower. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm being okay. More, more so, precise. It's, it just helps my head. <laughs> it is. Lower no! with sixty-seven percent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Look at that. But you're still only getting one point for that, okay? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I, I don't care. I'm going to say sixty-seven percent. 
Moose Thanks, is Ryan. not on Rotten Tomatoes right now at all. He's not. I'm really not. I'm really, really not. <laughs> Ryan says you're welcome. <laughs> I love that. Okay, uh, next one is Bad Boys. Bad Boys, Bad Boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Well, that, that's higher, definitely. Um, higher. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say around eighty-three. Yeah. Brian's with you. He says he's he's going higher too. Yeah, it's got to be higher, isn't it? And if you're listening to this on a pre-record now and you're like, oh, my God, what? why does Ryan get to tune in with this show? Well, because he's fucking here. Make sure you're here for the live show. Live, 8 p.m. every UK time. Um, The answer is much lower with 42%. Now, right, okay, this is what I want to pick up about this. Putting this together, I realized that Rotten Tomatoes get this wrong every fucking time with every one of the Will Smith's films. Uh, I don't know, actually. So there's, there's a couple that are kind of very similar, but the audience score is a lot higher than 42%. Yeah. I love this film. This is my youth right now. That I, Yeah. So, yeah. So that is, so hold on. Okay. Well, um, unless the next film that you put up is Wild Wild West, the next one's higher. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we went any enemy, enemy of the state. Then we went to yeah. So yeah, I'm just make sure I got this with the right scores. The next film is Men in Black. Men in Black. Yeah, higher, <laughs> higher, higher. Um, have to change. Ninety-two. Ninety-two percent. Yeah, uh, this this may be nostalgia kicking me in the ass here, but I'm I'm gonna go stupid high for that. Ryan says lower. What? Yep, Ryan does say lower. Uh, what? Okay, and the score is ninety two percent. Fuck me sideways, Moose. Get off Rotten Tomatoes right now. I'm telling you, I will show my fucking screen. <laughs> show your screen. <laughs> It's still the freaking the the quiz thing that I'm working on later, and then this is the soundboard that I work with. Look, uh, uh, ooh. I'm not on freaking Rotten Tomatoes. Bullshit, man. Well, well, you got ninety two percent there. So, Ryan, you get that wrong. Uh, so, the next one is Independence Day. Ah, oh, another ooh. one of his favorites. I love Independence Day. Yeah. The fact that I don't know why nobody's made a meme. I've been punching that alien, uh, punching uh, Chris Rock. And going, Welcome to Earth. There has. And there has, are there? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go lower. Okay. Um, Ryan's going lower too. Like 85 or something. 85. Yeah. This is fucking 85. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, so Independence Day got... 68%, which I don't think is very fair. Not at all. Um, Because I think it's a really good film. Also, I think the artwork there, it looks like the artwork for... That's, a, that's the second day. one. That's yeah, the second one. That, that's definitely an Independence Day rating because it's uh, that's directly yeah. off the website. They just got the wrong yeah. artwork there. Um, so, yeah. But look at the audience wow. score again. Higher. A lot yeah. higher. And that only got 77 reviews. I think they need to get more reviewers in or, you know, be a bit more fair. 
The next one is Bad Boys for Life, the last Bad Boys that's film the they made. One. The third one, that's right. I haven't seen it. It's very good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Independence Day was very good, and it got sixty-eight percent. Um, bad Boys, Bad Boys One will never be beaten by. Me. I don't. I think that film was perfect. I don't know why it got such a low score. Uh, Ryan the says, second one. Um, Ryan, right? Ryan's Ryan says lower, lower, lower than sixty-eight percent. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go like I'm gonna go higher, but in my mind only a smidge, like seventy. Okay, so Bad Boys for Life, the third outing for Bad Boys is twelve higher, seventy six percent. But look at that audience score, ninety six percent. Wow, I, I should probably watch that film. at some point. It's very good. I really enjoyed it. So uh, Ryan, you get another strike. So at the moment, uh, we've got Moose is on five. Yeah. Uh, while Ryan has two. two. Have you got the have you got the same Moose? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Next film. Detroit, Detroit. which uh, Will Smith was in with John Boyega, based on the riots in Detroit. I've definitely not seen this. Um I'm just going to Google the art. Will Smith. Yeah, of course he is. Right, rotten is R O T T. Ryan says lower. That's locked in now, Ryan. That's locked in. Um, so <laughs> if <you> just... <laughs> I put in Will Smith Detroit film art, and it's nothing. <laughs> Poor fucking Chris Rock getting slapped. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, taking over the like nobody's talking about the Oscar winners, are they? They're just talking about the shit that happened. Well, yeah, there was one Oscar winner that people get keeps on getting spoken about. That's Will Smith. <laughs> Will Smith. Um, and I have no idea about this film. I haven't got the foggiest. Um What was the last one? Um, 70, last one was 76. Um I'm gonna go lower on the simple fact that it isn't getting continuously mentioned in my head. Okay. Okay. So Detroit um, got like 60 odd. 82% and a very similar audience score as well. So this is one they seem to have got right, but I don't know if that's because John Boyega's in it as well. Um, he's a great actor. He is you both actor. get, both yeah, get yeah, that yep. wrong. Yep. Okay. So Detroit, what's next? It's seven pounds. Seven pounds. Uh, this yeah. is another weepy one that he did. Um, I love this film, by the way. I seem to um, remember this getting slated as well, but again, I can't remember if it was I slated why, by. I thought it was really good. I can't remember if it was slated by um, fans or reviews. Um, this is lower. Ryan's on lower on that one. Um, higher or lower than eighty-two. I'm going to go lower as well. I'm going to go low 60s, like 63. Okay. Anybody else in the chat want to go with this? Higher or lower? We're going to go move on. Five, four, three, two, one. The answer is 27%. Fuck me. 27%. But look at the audience score, 75%. That's certified fresh. That is certified fresh as far as the audience is concerned. And that's 250,000 ratings compared to 194. I suppose the reviewers would probably have a problem with it because it is a drag of a film, regardless of how emotionally strong it is. 
Yeah, I really like Nothing that. happens for two hours and four minutes. But I like <laughs> I like films where they, there's like a long story. I love to get invested in the character. So mm. the next one is Aladdin. Oh, uh, miles higher. Miles higher. Um, yes. Um, not yeah. rightly, though. Not awful rightly. film. It was an awful film. Um, higher than 27? That, that, that goes without saying. I'm gonna yeah, go like, yeah, that's not hard, is it? Like, What's Ryan saying? I love it if he goes lower. <laughs> lower than 27. Yeah. Fucking hated it. Didn't see it. Hated it. I'm gonna um, go. I'm gonna go 57. 57. I don't know why. I don't know why. It was an awful film, but it's it's got to be higher than 27. Before it comes Ryan's back into the like 66. Six. 66. He says higher. Right. So Aladdin. Did he get more than 27? percent Of course he did. 57, percent but not by much. 57 percent is still a poor score. Look again. The audience score 94. No, fuck that. I got it right. <laughs> yeah, I said. That's what I said. You got you got it right. Ah! <laughs> Did he say 57? Okay. Yes! Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Oh, you did. I wrote it down as well. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <I wrote> down. <laughs> Maybe Will Smith films are just quite easily to think of. <laughs> I don't know. Ryan says, I haven't actually seen any of these so far except for Independence Day. <laughs> you not seen Men in Black? What? I find that hard to believe, sir. You not seen Bad Boys? What are you gonna what? do? Sorry, <laughs> George says hello, boys. Um, how are you, Hiya, George? Georgie. <laughs> hey, Georgie. Um, okay, so Aladdin, fifty-seven percent. We're gonna go next with Suicide Squad, fifty-four percent. Oh, God, um, I think it got voted higher, but again, not by much. Moose says higher. Um, Ryan, what are you saying? Ryan says, sorry, he forgot about Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, that one too. <laughs> George is like, you ain't seen Bad Boys 2? <laughs> Bad Boys 2 hasn't come up yet, my dude. No, um, no that hasn't come up yet. I'm going to go through for like 76 for uh, Suicide Squad. I mean... 76? Yeah. Was the first one... No, the first one wasn't James Gunn, was it? No, the first um, one wasn't. Um, um, that was Zack Snyder, wasn't it? That was Snyder. Oh, that shit, Snyder. yeah. Um, it was awful. Yeah, it was good. a terrible, terrible film. Uh, there was mm. a lot of cool moments in it, a lot of really good mo moments in that film, but the whole movie didn't make sense. The, the uh, film could was, have been a great film if it wasn't butt-fucked by the studio. It was just lots of walking and posing. I was just like, what the yeah. fuck is it? Let's walk here. Shoot a couple of people. Let's walk here. Shoot. An, and absolute, then, yeah. an absolute ruined opportunity for Leto. His Joker was shit because they made him shit. I reckon he could have been really intri intriguing. But that's neither uh, here nor there. <laughs> what, was the last, what was the last one we did? Aladdin. Aladdin. And what did Ryan say for Aladdin? He said, higher. higher. He got it right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're saying higher. Ryan's saying lower for Suicide Squad, and it's whoa lower. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, we got it wrong, but um, and I've got uh, an up arrow, but it's definitely lower. <laughs> oh, um, no. Um. Uh, uh. Ryan said lower. He got that right. I got that wrong. He did. He did. I put the wrong arrow though. I put up. It was meant to be down. And I, I checked this twice as well. Um. <laughs> ah, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Oh yeah, George says. 
Uh, you ain't seen Bad Boys 2 years. Sorry, that was a Hot Fuzz restaurant reference. Yes, Why yes, didn't I get that? Why didn't I bring that up? <laughs> I love that. Right, so uh, at the end of that, right, we've got uh, Moose got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, right? Yep. Yeah. And uh, Rye got four. One, two, three. One, two, three. Five. Four, five, yeah. I was going to say. Yep. So, Ryan, you lost, right? But are you going to go double or nothing, Moose, yes. against Ryan? Yes. Yeah? Yes. To 100%. win or to yep. lose? Yep, 100%. Yes? Yep. So, Ryan, there is a chance for you to win again, okay? You guys just need to get the closest to the percent rate of this next film. Okay. Is this Wild Wild West? Within 5%. So how are we going to do this, though? Because if you're both wrong, then nobody wins, right? Is that right? That's right, isn't it? it that's what gambling is. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Right, so the next film. See, this could be the Susan. first Al's game when Al walks away victorious. <laughs> the next one I is am I Am Legend. I am okay, legend. it was higher. I Am I Legend. Doubt. Um, so I want uh, you to get within 5%. I think that's a bit harsh. No, 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 that's cool. That, that's what makes it flipping like oof. Ryan says, but I'm an American. I automatically win. <laughs> Sentence like that make you automatically lose, good sir. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Within 5% of what I Am Legend got. I, I'll tell you what I'll throw in there as well. If George, you're getting this and nobody else does, you can win. George too. is on 63. George says 63. Okay. Um, I'm going to go... I've been taking the book away now, so I'm like, um... Now, if you get this dot on, Moose, I'm coming around your house, and I'm going to beat you to death with a leg end. I'm going to come around and check your internet history. Um, yeah. I'm going to go, like, mid-80s. So, 85. Yeah. And Ryan, are you in the chat? Or has he gone? He's having a shit, has it, isn't he? Has he been He's replaced by George? <laughs> hey Georgie, want to take over? Hey Georgie, this, this podcast is really shit. <laughs> oh, what a nice boat! Right, come on, I Ryan. Ryan's dead. I think he's died. Yeah. Mm. Can someone please check on Ryan? I'm going. Where's Where's my phone? I need to check on Bruce. Uh, he He might be uh, applying some aloe vera after that bird I said to him about Americans always winning. Uh, I got. Eighty-six. Eighty-six. Um, okay. Right Ryan's taking the piss right now. He's just gone one higher than me. Okay. Eighty-six. <laughs> Ryan says eighty-six. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I am legend. Got voted. Sixty-eight percent. George. So George, you win. George. <laughs> George. Wait, 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 wait. What was the initial rule based for this? Double or nothing. Double or nothing, right? How do you double zero? George had zero points. No, <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, I um I, I hereby thy clown clown. Um, clown crown well, um George two weeks on the truck. Uh and to be fair, you and Ryan got nowhere near no near it. So I mean someone's got to win this. If not, I do. I do, yeah. I'll, I'll take it, otherwise. You know, oh, you so would. either George has it or I do. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give it George. I mean, gives him two titles on the run. <sighs> and, I, and I was, and I was. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There was another, <laughs> there was another one. That wasn't a tiebreaker. That, that that was an actual thing. That is the tiebreaker. I'm so shit at this. 
So, so hold on, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. No, there was ten. They must have added another one. All right. We'll leave that right. one. Right. Well done. So that was the tiebreaker. Blah 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 blah. Don't pay attention to me. I just added an extra one. <laughs> Which on. <laughs> means American won. Uh, that would either be America or Americans. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was really good. I I know I, I didn't actually mess it up. I added an extra film on when I shouldn't have. Nah, so. it's all cool. It's all cool. That 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 that, that was a that was a good old crack. I, I, I like that. I love, I love Al's game. It's great. Right. Is it that time again? I suppose we can. It's time for the uh, weekly quizzical quiz that happens weekly, happening this week and every other. Love it. How love well? It, do you remember these famous Oscar moments? Oh, I don't watch the Oscars. Okay. No, but what makes them famous is the fact that you don't need to. I didn't watch the the, the Oscars, and yet I still know flipping Chris Rock got his side of his head caved in. <laughs> Keep my wife's name out of your fucking your mouth. Fucking mouth. <laughs> so here is, um, I believe it's 15. Um, multi-choice questions about okay. things that have happened in uh, the Oscars uh, through basically it's an entire run, but every last one of them is just as famous as the last. Okay. So let's start with a more recent Oscar mishap. Will Smith. Ha. <laughs> Which veteran Hollywood star incorrectly announced that La La Land had one best picture before corrected on stage by the film's producer. Was it Gene Hackman? Warren uh, Beauty? Alan Alder? Charles Gordon? I'm going to say Hugh Jackman because that's the only one I know of all that. <laughs> Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. It was not Hugh Jackman, Gene Hackman. No, it was, um, it was Warren uh, Beauty. Who is who? Uh, uh, some old dude. <laughs> We're not doing good, are we? Right. Okay. But can you name the film that actually won? The first one is La La Land. Obviously not. For a musical. Um. No. Uh. Best picture. Um. They said that La La Land won. The entire cast of La La Land went up to correct to collect their uh, award, and then they went, nope, sorry, it was this oh, film was instead. Was it? Oh, shit. That, that, that so Korean you've got film. either um, La La Land. Parasite. Obviously, Parasite. Yeah, well, it's not there. Um, La La Land, Whiplash, Where's My House, The Warren Beauty Story, or Moonlight? So Moonlight and Whiplash. What? Last year? Oh, I don't know. Moonlight... Moonlight. Okay, let's go with that. It was indeed Moonlight! <laughs> cool. Okay. Why did Marlon Brando in 1973 <laughs> send someone in his place to the ceremony to accept his Best Actor Award for The Godfather? Number one, he lost his way to the ceremony. Number two, he was barred from the Oscars that night after whipping a watermelon. <laughs> he refused to attend over the recent Watergate scandal. 
He refused to attend over Hollywood's treatment of Native, Amer Native Americans. I think it's that last one, Native Americans. It was indeed. Dig, 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 and climbed over the stalls after winning an Oscar for 1999's Life is Beautiful. Oh, fucking, I don't know. And all these are Italian names, and I cannot pronounce them. Um, so I'm going to share the screen, and hopefully you can. <laughs> uh, so Marcello Mastriani, um, Giancarlo Gianni, Roberto Benigni, and France, Franco Nero. Yep. Um, uh, dyslexia is a bitch. Uh, so Franco. Any, any, it's got to be Franco. Franco. Yeah. Let's go with Franco. It yeah, was Roberto. Oh, Roberto. Oh, not of course. Roberto. Of course. Oh, good. I love, I love Roberto. He's an energetic bean is our Franco. Oh, what off? And all That's that? not racist. I didn't mean it to be racist. I meant that was something random to say. Uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> I love the fact every time that you disappear in pure embarrassment, it's just Jagger Pinks. <laughs> He's a sea of bad people. He's a dumb dumb. True or false? Jennifer Lawrence tripped on her way up the steps in 2013 to accept the Best Actress Oscar for Silver Linings Playbook. True. Oh, she true. fell right over. False. Jennifer Lawrence is far too graceful for that. <laughs> it was true. I remember it. It was true. She's the most ungraceful person ever. She is, without doubt, the best actress you would ever want to go for a beer with. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's a good film as well. Great film. The Unflappable David Nguyen had a deal with an onstage interruption on the 46th Academy Awards in 1974, what happened? Warren Beauty wandered on stage out of nowhere. A man ran completely naked onto the stage. He accidentally dropped um, Bette Delvis' Oscar uh, on his foot. Marlon Brando whipped a watermelon. <laughs> I got a feeling that's going to come up again. Um, I reckon he dropped the Oscar. <laughs> so he dropped an Oscar. No, a man ran completely naked onto the stage. Fair play. Are we complaining about Will Smith? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I want to see Marlon Brando ripping a watermelon. Um, which director gave the shortest acceptance speech in the Academy's history when he won an honorary Oscar in 1968. Charles Chaplin, Alfred Hitchcock, Orson Welles, or Steven Spielberg? Charlie Chaplin, because he's a silent actor, isn't he? Uh, only at the start of his career. I know, but like... Can imagine just being going... And then, yeah. and then some, a black screen with white writing appears behind him saying, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> so, Charlie Chaplin is wrong. It was Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, okay. Yeah. He probably, probably just went up and went, breath. cheers. Probably... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. 
<laughs> Best Alfred Hitchcock impression ever. Who made history in 2010 when she became the first woman to win Best Director at the Oscars? Greta Gerwig, Chloe Zhao, Zhao Sophia Capolia, or um, uh, 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 Catherine uh, Bigelow? Sophia. No, it was Catherine Bungalow. Oh, um, well done, Catherine. Congratulations. Well, well, done, well done, Kate. Uh, Alla girl. Well done. <laughs> it was during the 2014 Oscars ceremony that John Travolta famously flubbed the name of the wickedly talented singer, actress, Indigo Menzel. I, I recognize the name, but I just, I just don't think it's right. Um, what did he call her instead? Adele Dazim, Diana Mazim, <laughs> Lena Matilda, <laughs> Helene Osley. <laughs> I don't care which one it is. I want them all to be true. <laughs> I wanted him to say all four before he got the name correct. I <laughs> <laughs> like your nandos by saying everyone out of your is family. Iggy Azalea. Is Iggy Azalea? No, um, Adina Menzel. Adina Menzel. Okay. Adina Menzel. So Adele Dazim. We'll get. We'll go with that. And it is a hundred percent correct. <laughs> well, well done, Travolta. Well the fuck done. Oh, by the way, I need to shout out John Travolta. He's like embraced the boldness now. He's not wearing like two P's and shit like that. Yeah. He's like, I am bold. Okay. Yes. I am bold. He should have done this a long it. time ago. Yeah, because he looked fucking stupid with all the fucking hair pieces and shit he was wearing. Like, I'm a bold guy and I'm just like, I'm bold. Fucking deal with it. You've got a problem with it. Keep this is me. Job. Yeah. Fuck you. I'll fall off a curb if I want to. <laughs> and finally. Mm -hmm. I'm Which South Korean film made history last year when it won Best Picture? Parasite, Parasite. Snowpiercer, Paradise, or Paral uh, pa pa uh, Palisades? So Parasite. Parasite. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. I need. I want. I really do want to watch it. I just... It was Palisades. What? No, I'm joking. Um... <laughs> 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 and that is a little flash to the past <sighs> of the Oscars. And let's be honest, this queer quiz will be a little bit different next year. <laughs> yeah. oh, I need to reload this. Uh, that was really good, man. I know it was like, oh, I don't know any of these people. Yeah. I, just, I imagine the Oscars are just like, they just turn up, right? Because it's like three hours long, isn't it? It's like Something st stupid like stupid. that. It could, everything that could be given an award gets gets an award. Uh, like who, who on the lighting team had the best shoes and just absolutely mm. everything. Hey, George rocked up and uh, saying parasite, he knew it too. Yeah. Hey, well done. Um, okay, oh, so George actually thinks it's longer than three hours. Okay. I just imagine they turn up for three hours, do as much fucking cocaine as possible, and that's why they end up with stupid and then they shit go happening. to the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, okay, so How this long this is the Oscars. Um. It's about three hours, 15 minutes. About three hours. It's a bit pretentious. But then again, if I ever won an Oscar, I'd be like, this is amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'd like to thank me. 
there's a there's a there's a big uh, podcast show happening in London this year, and I'm kind of like, oh, man. <laughs> like, people are talking about talking about the shoes of biscuit an awful lot. Sounds daft. I'm not trying to be big headed, but the hyper localization of it all hey. is, uh, is a talking point. So yeah, you know. should have some proud. You should have some proud in the biscuit. You've done good work on it. Okay, I know, but like fun. I'm kind of like, yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, it's enough blown smoke up Alex's ass. Meanwhile, right, in so, the comments, George is saying that the Oscars is a dying ceremony. This motherfucker's right. That's why they're having fist is, fights yeah. on stage nowadays. I want to see um, the, the, the 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 Nickelodeon the Nick movie awards, MTV movie awards. That's the one with the golden popcorn, isn't it? MTV uh, no, let Nickelodeon take control of the Oscars one year and just gunge the fuck out of everyone. Just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we get all the all the all the candidates on stage at the same time in booths, and the winners get a statue, and the people the other people get gunged. There we go. That's it. I've and saved the Oscars. Thank you very much. It, it, it should be your, it, it should be it should just be turned into Funhouse. Do you remember Funhouse? Slimes and bitches. <laughs> George Slimes and bitches. <laughs> right. Okay. So this next bit, we've got to do this very quickly because we want to go and watch. Um, what do we call it? Moon Knight. Moon Knight. This is. Um, <laughs> okay. So let me share the screen. Um, because we said we're going to slag off America, which we're going to do. These are the weird, um, weird America. Nine of the UK, the USA's most bizarre traditions that we're going to discuss now. Okay, so let me know if you've ever heard of these moose or not. Okay, okay. So number one is the presidential turkey pardons. Since 1940s, U.S. presidents have been presented with a Thanksgiving turkey at a special ceremony and occasionally have spared the bird's life by officially pardoning it. Pardoning it. Have you heard of this? No. So, yeah, one turkey gets saved every Thanksgiving oh, by the president. Doing the, doing the God's work. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. I mean... <laughs> There's so many weird, like, presidential sort of traditions anyway. The kissing of a baby, for example. Like, who the fuck wants a politician to kiss their child? That's not That's not just America. That's all politicians. Ugh. It says here, in 1989, George Bush Sr. made the turkey pardon a permanent part of the ceremony. So it's an annual event that the happy turkeys are returned to a farm to live out the rest of their lives, which unfortunately usually lasts less than a year as the birds have been so overfed that they contract heart disease. And <laughs> so it's better to kill them quickly. Uh, save one, kill millions, George said. The next... isn't, isn't that the American military motto? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Fuck. number two, number two, number two. Uh, the the Ninana Ice Classic in Alaska. Ice what? on the Tanana River in Alaska accumulates to more than a meter deep during the winter. Back in 1906, six people in the city of Ninana bet on the exact time, the exact on, on the exact day that the ice would break in the spring. A decade later, a small group of railroad workers fired up ice pool the the ice pool again. Very clever. Um, and it's become an annual event ever since. And anything anything that's been going over 100 years in America is a long-standing tradition indeed. A tripod with four legs is placed on the ice and connected to a clock in the tower. <laughs> when the ice breaks, it stops the clock and the winner is declared. A prize from $800 in 1916. The, winner, the winnings have upped just a tad 
hitting a high in 2014 with a record $363,627. So you can keep up to date with the ice action here. There's a link with a webcam that refreshes every 30 seconds. (laughs) Right. I'm going to break this bitch down. Right. Uh, Alaska, not a lot happens. Of course, you're going to put bets on ice. Two, tripod with four legs by its very nature isn't a fucking tripod. Tripod, Um, uh, (laughs) um, $363,627 is a random as fuck number. Uh, It must put the money into a... That's why it's called a pool. They just chuck their money into it, don't they? Um, Oh, God. I'm 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 just holding this down to there's think, not a lot lot of there's not a lot I think it's kind of fun in Alaska. You like yeah yeah it's it, it's no different than the weirdness we do here where people chase a wall a ball of a, a wheel of cheese down a fucking hill. Yeah yeah to be fair. But, but like, a tripod mad... with four legs isn't a fucking tripod. Yeah, I think that's more. <laughs> that annoys more, me. <laughs> I think they put it in quotations there. Look, a, a, a tripod. So even the people on this website, which is uh, the the rough guides. It's called a fucking quad pod, which is a well better word. Right. Number four, Groundhog Day. Do you know why Groundhog Day is Groundhog Day? Yes. Yeah? Because Phil comes out of his hole and whether he's scared of his shadow or not is whether there's X X amount more time of winter or not. On February 2nd every year, Groundhog burrows across America are put under intense scrutiny uh, for their powers to foretell seasonal change. Folklore states that if it's cloudy, the the groundhog will emerge from its burrow and spring will come early. If it's sunny, it will return to the burrow and the winter will continue for six more weeks. The tradition going out to watch the groundhog has been around since as early as the 18th century. And the biggest celebration these days in in Puxatawney in Pennsylvania, the, uh, the state where the tradition originated, Made famous by the 1993 film Groundhog Day. I was going to say, so if if the weather is not correct, then Bill Murray will show up and just generally fuck things up. Yeah, stop blowing everything. I want to know how accurate that is. I'd love to it see isn't. it. It isn't. I know it isn't, but I'd love to see how accurate like they've got it. Like you know, well, next one. They'll only they'll only ever write down the results if they're right. Hmm. They'll never write getting... down the results if they're wrong. So we'll be like, if we yeah, get this look, wrong, look by at the way. amount of times he's right. <laughs> uh, George says, bullshit, tradition, great movie. Yeah, okay. He's, that's what I was going to say. Get in the comments if you think these are accurate or not. Isn't Phil dead? <laughs> didn't didn't Phil. Phil die this year? The, the groundhog? Yeah, Puxitoni Phil. Oh, I don't know. I Number four, cherry pit spitting in Michigan. 2019 was the 46th year of the International Cherry Pit. Pit or Pip? We say Pip, pip. here, right? Pip. Uh, spitting Championship held in the Tremendous Fruit Farm in Michigan. It's simple. Eat the cherry and spit the pip. You know, this is, we put pip there. This is the type of yeah, the pip as yeah. far as you can. Contestants aren't allowed to pop their cheeks with their hands and no foreign objects or props are allowed. The record is an impressive 93.5 feet, which is 28.5 meters. Apparently, it's all about curling the tongue. And then there's some some jock there with a fucking... Some absolute absolute monster of a man eating someone's cherry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, get in the comments if you've never heard of these in America. That's quite fun. 
Number five, ostrich racing in Arizona. That sounds familiar. Ostriches were first brought to the U.S. in 1880s. The ostrich riding races sprung up in several states across the country. The biggest current race is in Arizona at the Chandler Ostrich Fo uh, Festival, which celebrates its 31st year in 2019. The event is a bit like a horse race. Uh, but with ostriches. Riders have, unsurprisingly, <laughs> significantly Shocking. less control. <laughs> Yeah. Plot twist, they're actually with donkeys. There isn't a single ostrich involved. They've <laughs> um, just got costumes on. The ostriches can run up to 40 miles an hour, which is 70 uh, kmph. Kmph? What the Kilometers. fuck? Kilometers. Kilometers. Oh, yeah. Fuck KPH, me, don't man. We? we say kmph, don't we? Yeah, we also know how the metric system and shit works. So let's just let's just ignore this broken ass flipping uh, this broken ass website. Fairly similar to horses uh, and leap up to sixteen feet in a single stride. That seems kind of cruel. Ostriches aren't that big. I mean, they are big, but they I wouldn't want to fight of... one. I know, but um, compared to um, the weight of a of a fully grown American man, uh, you know. <laughs> eating a lot of cherries in his time <laughs> <laughs> right number six a road kill cook-off in west virginia west virginia with so much wildlife roaming around in the u.s and so many suvs cruising the highways there's bound to be some unfortunate collateral damage but every september people in marlington west virginia have a road kill cook-off where you can try such delights as Biscuits covered in squirrel, squirrel gravy, teriyaki marinated bear or deer sausage, all scooped up from the roadside of the road after an unfortunate accident. Mm. Best country on earth, yeah? Yeah? yeah. Well, I don't know, right. it, yeah. it makes use of what's, what's got, but I saw, um, I think it was a, I don't know what it was, not like a small badger or something, and it had been run over, and it's just, insides were just outside and it was fucking vile oh it was vile see, that, that, that's rare that's rare when you when you see a hit badger and the badger is the thing that's inside out not the vehicle that hit it oh it was fucking vile number seven uh the national hollering contest north carolina <laughs> Before... let me guess that's just holler what is hollering ho hollering. Holler. it's shouting before the invention of the telephone, hollering was just uh, was was more than just a simple yell. A yell across uh, across between a yodel and a hunting cry, hollering was a highly developed form of communication over long distances, especially popular in the American Southeast. That's cool. In 1969, in Spivy's Corner in North Carolina, the National Hollering Contest was started was started to uphold this entertaining tradition and has been going every year since oh that's cool we need to 69. we need we need um yeah so george says who can yell the loudest yeah yeah basically but i imagine if like you know you got like a a, a cowboy who's like out to keep picking up the, the cows mm. from the hills around you and it's time for dinner and you go hey, yeah. <laughs> you know it's just like morse code but ah! like, <laughs> it's time for dinner <laughs> that's cool motherfucker it's time for dinner we need funding and we need to, we need to be given cameras and stuff so we can go and see some of this shit because it just sounds bizarre number eight yeah 
pumpkin chucking in Delaware. Not only are pumpkins used as an ingredient for a dizzying array of seasonal dishes with total disregard for the this, this sacred division between sweet and savory, but these huge orange squashes are also ceremoniously lobbed into the air as far as possible as, as part of a time-old ritual. The country's original and largest pumpkin chucking contest, Pumpkin Chunkin, <laughs> is held annually in the state of Delaware. Contestants use trebuchets, catapults, torsions, or even air cannons to make those pumpkins fly. The furthest has travelled 4,694 feet, which is one point four kilometers. Jesus. I wonder, I wonder if any fucking like, um, uh, Gen Z is turned around. Like, I want to rename it to Pumpkin Yeating. <laughs> Yeating, yeah. Yeet. yeah. Um, George says, I, I'm down to chuck some pumpkin. Yeah. And uh, Ryan says, that's why it's called a holler. Holler, holler, baby. Uh, I'd be good at this. I like this. I like the idea of using ingenuity to, to fire a very large fruit, large distances. I think it maybe created a few engineers out there over the years. I'm, so I'm that's seeing cool. some dude just rock up with a like a modified a panzer. <laughs> <laughs> Fire in the hole! Well, I saw something about this. I saw something about this on a, on a, on a show somewhere. I can't remember what it was. Was it? Was it the hmm. woman doing it with the the catapult and it rebounded and smashed her own face? No, I think it was always sunny in Philadelphia. I think I'm there, pretty there, sure. There, there's a there's a news report of a woman doing it with a watermelon, I think. Yeah. And like she pulls back as far as far as she can on on this this catapult. Like she's almost like sat on the floor. She's pulling it back this far. She <laughs> fires and the the this the holdy bit on the the catapult, the slingshot essentially goes forwards, twists round the watermelon, <laughs> and comes back at her face <laughs> at about 150 miles an hour. I I have never seen a photograph of her face after the fact, but I oh. bet it was fucked up. <laughs> Ryan says, oh, "Go and watch some pumpkin chunk chucking videos." They're insane. Uh, okay, that's what we'll bring to next week's show. We'll make a note of that pumpkin chucking. I'm, I'm really interested. I love stuff like this. I would love I to go across America. It. Okay, we'll finish this. We'll do this last one, and then we'll, we'll share a video before we get out of it. The the ninth one is the imperial system. What? Okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> the practice of using feet and inches, pounds and inches, and pints and gallons were passed to the USA by the British, modified slightly, and has stood the test of time in the in the face of strong opposition. The rival metric system was considered atheist by some when it first emerged in the 19th century. A periodical published in Ohio in the 1880s defended the traditional system as a just weight and a just measure, which alone are acceptable to the Lord. <laughs> Despite the fact that the metric system was formally sanctioned by Congress way back in 1866, the US remains the only industrialized country in the world not to have adopted it, and it is the official system of measurement. Yep. Oh, as the if you plan to visit the USA in 2020, check out this uh, with event organizers if individual events have been cancelled or opposed. Okay, right. The coronavirus. That's very. That's yeah. very. Yeah, make, make sure. Yeah. You do. Okay, so there we go. So yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. They 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 do not measure. 
<laughs> basically. So there we go. Nine weird traditions in America. I mean, some of them were weirder than others. Some of them we knew about, but yeah. Yes, and some, some of them. Some of them didn't. Like uh, I, I, I wasn't expecting uh, pumpkin throwing um, to be the thing, and um, uh, uh, cherry spitting. Cherry <laughs> like, spitting, yeah. Just spitting people's cherries all over the place. Well, um, right. I would, let's I, let's have a quick look at this woman getting absolutely destroyed in the face. It's not gory, is this... it? It's, uh, it's like she doesn't, like, lose teeth and shit, does she? Uh, I don't know. We'll find out in a sec. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, man. Well, this this was a, a live broadcast kind of thing, so it would have been edited down to high heaven by now if it was. I mean, come okay. on, look at the aspect ratio. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, there she is. She's pulling it back. She's pulling it back. She's, oh, proper going for it. Yep, sitting on the floor. And fuck! <laughs> oh, my God. No, she's okay. <laughs> oh, God, it's such a good hit. For the uh, the audio listeners, yes, uh, the, the melon <laughs> doesn't leave. The, the, oh, the she's pa- okay. Oh, she's, a, she's, she's alive. Okay. She's alive. She's alive. Hey. <laughs> She's going to end up with a black eye like no one's business. Whoa. Oh, I really thought that was just going to end horribly. Like, you know, that scene yeah, in Rick and Morty girl. where they're lying lucky on the floor. girl. Wow. She got, fu- she got up as well. Fair play to her. Jesus mm. Christ. Like, she got up and she was like, yeah, that was really painful. Let's go for a drink. So, yeah. What happened was- oh, my fucking God. KO. <laughs> <laughs> She's suffering with CTE. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Well, uh, that was a great wow. show. We ran over with even just with me and Moose here. We managed to chat for over an hour forty minutes. Um, but uh, I love this show. Never uh, underestimate the power of bullshit. We could chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So this, this, oh, I love it. I really do. And uh, we'll we'll hopefully get some American uh, blood on there next week. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and we'll we'll get absolutely dicked next week i can just see it i'll tell you what i'll tell you what uh, for the for the oh. american she looks like jfk for god's sake god damn it ryan <laughs> um <laughs> i want to give our american co-host a challenge for next week go and find go i want you to google and find a list of our fucked up traditions in the uk so there we go. That's what we'll talk about next week. Um, yep. Right. This is a show brought to you by the You Suck Podcast Network. Uh, we ha- we do have another show on there, which is you just simply called You Suck, where we speak to uh, people from all around the world, uh, whether they're on the TV, whether they're writers, producers, um, and you can get everything you need from our website, which is uh, YouSuckNetwork.com. And that's brought to you by our friends at Web Orchard. If you need a website, no matter what you're doing, whether you've got a gaming trouble, whether you've got an Epsi account, whether you run a business, a podcast, a band, whatever it is, Web Orchard will make the perfect website for you. So make sure you check out Web Orchard uh, and make sure you tell them that us Yusuf Lot sent you uh, because we'll get a pat on the back. Um, we will. <laughs> um, yes. I want, I, want to, I want all of you out there to do uh, do your do, do, do diligence. Share, like, favourite. Ring the bell if you're over on YouTube. Do the things that will help us out, and I promise you we'll, be, we'll continue doing the contents and the fun stuff to serve thou. And if you're listening on audio and you're wondering where you can find out more, you can follow us on Facebook. There's a, fa- a Yusuk fan page as well. So there's a fan page and there's a Facebook page. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're even on TikTok. So you make sure you look for we're us. We're even. 
on the mighty Spotify. So yes. you beautiful people out there can um, uh, get everything from uh, that we have done uh, in the past and in the future. It will all be on Spotify. Just, just, on your just Xbox. for your yeah, just on the Xbox. Yeah. All for your beautiful yeah. ears to consume. Right, we'll catch you next week, guys. Peace out. Avida Zane. Bye.